Welcome to the Pre-Post Film Review. I'm Matt Stevenson. And I'm John Asquith. Uh, if you're new to the podcast or you've got amnesia and you've forgotten how it works, uh, what we do is we talk about a movie over two separate periods of time. The first period, uh, we talk about a film's trailer and we, we uh, watch the trailer and then speculate about what might happen in the movie, our expectations, um, uh, and that section is spoiler-free because um, we haven't seen the movie, obviously. Uh, and then we come back after we've seen the film and we record a review of the movie and sort of compare to what our trailer expectations were. Uh, and we jump straight into spoilers then, guys. So uh, if you're keen to see a movie, don't listen to that section because we don't... This is the warning. There's no other warning. So if you skip over this, you, firstly, you're not hearing me. So... That's bad, but if you if you skip straight ahead, you're just gonna get spoiled. So calm down, see the movie, and just just fucking settle down. <laughs> um, so today we're gonna be talking about the new Coen Brothers film, Hail Caesar. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. How long since your last confession, my son? Twenty-seven hours. It's really too often. You're not that bad. Here at Capitol Pictures, as you know, millions of people look to us for information and uplift and, yes, entertainment. And we're going to give it to them. And action. An army of technicians and actors and top-notch artistic people are working hard to bring to the screen our biggest release of the year. Hail Caesar is a prestige picture with one of the biggest stars in the world, Baird Whitlock. A truth we could see if we had but... If we have faith, 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 cut. Ah. Uh, Mr. Mannix. What's up? The director can't find Baird Whitlock. Somebody slipped it under my door. We have your movie star. Gather $100,000 and await instructions. Who are we? Uh, We've just watched the trailer for the new Coen Brothers film, Hail Caesar, John. Um, what are your thoughts? You're uh, actually, are you a Coen Brothers fan? I don't actually know how you feel about their films, really. Um, mm. perhaps, yeah, give us a little bit of a, a rundown of what you think of the old Coen Brothers and then, uh, let us know what you think about their new film. Um, yeah, I really, really like the Coen Brothers. Uh, uh I love them actually. I think they're fantastic. <laughs> you love them. Yeah. I just love them. <laughs> As, uh, leaving the movies aside, I just think they're very, hand, very handsome. Um, no, I mean, I, yeah, I do, but whatever. Um, I think they're very good. I think I don't have the full cred to to gush as most people do. Mm. I haven't seen all of their films. Um, I've seen, I guess, the bigger ones, uh, more and more of their recent stuff as I've grown as a, a uh, film watcher. Um, and become yep. more aware of them, and I've I've watched most of their new releases from like the past ten years or so, mm-hmm. um, and then gone back and sort of seen the greatest hits, I guess. Um, but I right. haven't seen all of their films, and so I don't feel I don't feel uh, versed you- enough to to say overall what I think. But I do really, 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 really like them. I think do they're you- fucking great. Do you have a preference? Like, I feel like there's kind of two strains of Coen Brother film. There's like the, yeah, the serious yeah. thriller-esque uh, mm. films and then there's their sort of screwball-y comedy 
yeah. entries. Do you have a preference one way or the other? I do. Yeah, I, I, I do much prefer their serious stuff. Yeah. Um, I just love their cinematic technique with those sorts of things, the suspense they can usually bring. They still infuse weird, quirky characters into those darker stories mm. sometimes, and there is a dark humour. Um, and I, I just think that all gels a lot more. I, I actually haven't seen as many of their more quirky, like straight-up yeah. comedies, which Hail Caesar looks to be, obviously. Um but I, I don't know. Sometimes they can be hit or miss or they're like, they're almost too uh, in your face sometimes with mm. like the the kind of, not overacting, but, you know, very stylized up almost on the line of like a bit too silly. But yeah. but at the same time, it works. I don't know. When it, when it works, it works. Uh, I guess, yeah, to, to, to just answer your question, I prefer this, the more serious stuff. Right. Do you have a preference on that? Yeah, no, I'm the same as you. I feel some of their sillier stuff um, I find a little too silly. Um, yeah. I'm perhaps not as on board with the funny side of the Cohen bad wagon as some people seem to be. Yeah. Uh, I feel like their serious stuff, particularly stuff like Fargo, which yeah. is kind of like the perfect mixture of the two. Um, exactly. Once, if you inject it with a sort of serious, darker undercurrent, it seems to sort of balance out the quirkiness and the weird character names and the you know, the, yep. the funny side characters, and it, and it mm. makes a more complete film. I feel like yeah, yeah, or more balanced I totally film. Agree. I should say. Yep. Um. So having said that, and the fact that this looks like it's perhaps more on the comedic side of things. For um, sure, yeah. Do you think you're going to enjoy Hail Caesar or do you think you're going to rank it at the bottom of the pile? Uh, I think I'm going to enjoy it, yeah. I think it looks really good. I don't think I'm going to love it to death or anything. Mm. Um, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. Um, the trailer does have a few chuckles in it. Um, and uh, what I'm mostly excited about, though, is just the way this f- film looks. It looks yeah, right. just spectacularly shot the the color of everything the framing of the sort of fake movie scenes is so Mm. classic hollywood and the lighting and all that sort of stuff i don't know whether it was shot on film but it really looks like it um based just on this trailer which i watched on my computer so it's kind (laughs) of hard to tell but um I'm just excited on a on a technical level, uh, and then I th- and then I do think the story looks pretty funny. It looks like there'll be some good kind of send up of like classic Hollywood's culture, I suppose. Um, quirky characters, which are hopefully not too over the top. Um, great actors, obviously. The cast is just amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited, uh, but I don't know if it's for the reasons that I should be. You know that I'm yeah. expecting a big great romp um through classic hollywood i don't know uh yeah i don't know what do you think matt yeah i think um on paper i i should love this (laughs) in a way (laughs) like having even though i've just said i don't like the comedic things as much as their serious entries i don't know the fact that it's set within Hollywood and like specifically the classical Hollywood sort of filmmaking mm. studio structure. Like I love yeah. that sort of stuff. And even yeah. just weirdly right now, I've been watching a whole bunch of older 
classical Hollywood films. Like I just recently saw Casablanca and I watched a couple more Humphrey Bogart films just today, mm. actually. So I'm kind of mm. in that mindset. And I don't know, I love the idea of a, a quirky Coen Brothers film mm. set in that world. Um, you know, maybe maybe the my love for the medium of film is enough to sort of balance the quirkiness. And exactly. it doesn't, I mean, even yeah. though it seems like it's it's on the, the quirkier end of the, the spectrum, it doesn't seem like totally crazy. Like no, Raising Arizona's or even your Big Lebowski's or something like that. It seems yeah, that's like true. That's a true. bit more grounded, perhaps because it's in, set within a industry that I'm familiar with. I don't know. But, um, and also I think the trailer is just fucking... An, awesome trailer like it is yeah, like you it said is. it's funny I love the music that it's got such an energy that pushes you through mm. it and the mm. fucking cast like when it just yeah. like bangs out those names there's just so many yeah. people in this that you just every it's almost every other shot you're like holy shit Tilda Swinton holy shit Channing Tatum mm. holy shit Jonah mm. Hill like it's just got everyone yeah um yeah. so that's really cool and exciting uh but I think I'm gonna be middling on this <laughs> I, don't, I don't know okay. why for some reason <laughs> i just there's something about it which i think i don't know maybe i f- i'm worried that the trailer is showing the good stuff and it and it will yeah. be just a little bit hollow and empty inside i mean i don't mm. know i kind of want it to be and i think it could it has the potential to sort of be making a statement about hollywood and sort of that transition period from Hollywood being a creative industry into like turning into a business mm. model and all this sort of mm. stuff. Um, yeah, like the future. Yeah, the, the, ba- yeah, the bad yeah, guys, exactly, whatever that. I'm sure. Exactly. I'm sure that will have some thematic sort of thing. To exactly. It. Like I mean, literally in the trailers, they talk about getting a call from the future, and I think that's probably like a very obvious metaphor for what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I, there's, I hope that there's more meat there. But for some weird reason, every time I see the trailer, as much as I love it, I'm, there's this, like, doubt in the back of my mind where I, for some reason, feel like I'm going to just be... Oh, feel, feel like it's okay, like, good, but not great. Mm. My, is my prediction of what I'm going to feel coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think generally I um, we're sort of on the same page mm. there. Uh, Do you think it's spoilery? Do you think the trailer's spoilery? Yeah, that's a good question. Um... No, I don't think so, uh, except for maybe, as you said, in terms of comedy, maybe. Some of the big laughs are in there. Maybe or... the big laughs are in it. Uh, mm. In terms of the storyline, I feel like there'll be some conspiracy or some sort of twisty, you know, Cullen Brothers sort of thing that, they, that they've kept out of the trailers. Um, I don't feel like I know what the mystery is all about or, or where it's leading. So, yeah, I don't think it's too spoilery. I feel like, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but the fact the shots of George Clooney when he kind of wakes up and he's walking down those weird corridors towards the end of the the trailer, and then he emerges into that room and it's kind of like full of all these like middle aged businessy mm. types. And yeah. then one of them, I think he says, like, you're wondering what's going on or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like that that could potentially be spoilery in that it's it literally is, like, the business side of Hollywood 
holding the creative side of Hollywood hostage. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is mm. the transition and it's like the accountants or whatever and or, mm. a, 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 a literally taking control. Do you know what I mean? This is mm. the first step. Mm. And I wonder if that's going to be what the sort of film ends up being about and that's the kind of twisty joke of the film is when you realise yeah. who actually kidnapped him. It was like yeah. the bankers or whatever, you know, like... yeah. <laughs> Man, I think you could be spot on there. I'm sorry if I've just spoiled the whole film for you, John. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see, actually, if that if that's how it goes. Your powers of observation are very good, Matt. So, I, I uh, yeah, I think you could be right, for sure, on that front. Yeah, well, there's I'm one... I'm just going to f- fly to the UK and punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, if I'm right. If it turns out to be true. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, that's that's one wild prediction. Maybe we can just end it end it on that outrageous note, and we can keep that in, and I'll be embarrassed when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you. I I reckon it will be something like that for sure. Yeah, I mean, in a way, but, as much as it's annoying, if that is it, that the trailer sort of gave that away, um, it's also a good sign because it means that the film is kind of. Exactly. Satirically dealing with those yeah. kind of issues. Yeah. Who are we? Yeah. Which, which is what I'm hoping the for. Future. Hello, Bert. Hello, Mr. Maddox. Lawrence, Obi, thank you all for coming. The studio needs your help. Bad Whitlock has been kidnapped. This is bad. Bad for movie stars everywhere. She sings the perfect time on you. Let's spend 24 hours. But we're looking for him. We don't want it in the gossip columns. This is going to cost the studio a lot of money. And that's where you come in. I need some cash. You must have very strong forearms. Is it hard squeezing it like that? It's part of the job, miss. I'd like to know what the hell is going on here. 20 million readers want the truth, Eddie. Truth, yes. Mm. Eddie. So won't you tell me no truth, I want to your lines. This is a drama, Mannix, a real drama. Mr. Mannix, I know it sounds screwy, but someone's calling from the future? Good lord. Wondering what's going on? Uh, Alright, so now that we've seen Hail Caesar, John, um, I think it's fair to say that uh, it does land quite squarely in the comedic zany Cohen brothers camp. Yeah, for sure. um, That we were kind of chatting about in our trailer discussion. Um, And seeing as that is kind of both of our least favourite of the two Cohen styles series and comedy we both seem to prefer the series side um i'm curious to know whether this is uh the quirky comedy that converts you to the funny side of the coens or if this just like reinforces your your love for the serious stuff and not so much for the comedy Mm, that's a great question matthew stevenson thank you ask with (laughs) um uh, I think um, it uh, reaffirms my my fears and my your distaste my, for the the comedic my distaste. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there was lots of good little nuggets in this movie and broad ideas that I wish the movie had been. 
mm. uh, which which we'll get into. But that what we ended up getting, I uh, struggled to connect with um, on almost any level, and I was trying really hard, and so <laughs> I wasn't really laughing. I wasn't really uh, engaged with the plot. Not that I, you're almost not supposed to. I think um, mm. I found the characters more annoying than likable most mm. of the time. Interesting. Okay. Um, not all of them, but uh, the tone. I don't know. I feel like some of them. Um, Josh Bro- Brolin did really well and fit the tone of this mm. st- studio. Uh, uh, atmosphere uh, of like the golden age, uh, not quite the golden age of Hollywood, but as, as still in that era, I guess yep. the fifties. Um, uh, but some of the other actors were like way too hammy for me, and I, I know they were sort of like acting like they were in one of those pitches, even though it's about mm. those pitches. And I use the word pitches because that's what they used back then, and I love, <laughs> I do love the how they used to say that. Um, but. Uh, yeah, just uh, I, see. I'm already going into specifics, but I think overall, there's certain elements I really liked. I liked, I did like that setting, and I loved seeing like the old, the old studio system, um, and being reminded of how stars were signed to a studio, yeah. and they controlled so many aspects of their life, and like, well, now you're going to do this, and you're going to start, you know, dating this person. I don't know how how controlling they were in real life, but either way i i really like that era of hollywood yeah um but i i wish it was more about josh brolin putting out these fires that he has around the studio um mm. and maybe picking just a couple of those storylines and, and bringing them up to to fill out the whole movie rather than like I don't know, 10 different plot threads that don't really go anywhere. Um, mm. And I found the the communist stuff just either went over my head. It was either beneath me or above me, probably above <laughs> me. I feel like, <gasps> you know, I needed like a glass of red wine and like a tweed jacket to like understand half the jokes in this movie. I, f- <laughs> I felt kind of dumb with all that communist stuff. So, um yeah, I mean, I love the way it was shot. I, I liked elements of it, which we'll get into, but it did it did kind of miss the mark for me personally. Um, yeah, what do you think, Matt? Uh, I am so glad to hear you say that, John, because I think we are in fucking lockstep as what seems to happen usually on the podcast. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I wasn't sure this time whether we'd agree or not. Yeah, either was I. And I think a part of that is because um, a lot of people and critics in particular, I think, are like really falling in love with this film, which I find so surprising because I had the exact same experiences you had, it sounds like, and I just found it so hard to connect with. Mm. And, I mean, it, it is like a fun film in like quotation marks. Like it's not like mm. it's a, a tough film to watch, but I don't think I laughed. Like I maybe la- no. chuckled once. Yeah. Same. Um, I just, I, there, yeah, there was just something about it that I just didn't, that just didn't work for me. Um, yeah. and I think in our trailer discussion, I talked about how this like on paper seems like it could be the perfect film for me. Like I love mm. the idea of where it's set and the ideas that it could potentially explore. Um, 
But I think, and I was worried that it would, I think my prediction that it would be middling in the end, like my, I'd come out feeling it was like middle of the, middle of the range Cohen. Um, but I think it didn't even hit that for me. Like I was mm. really quite disappointed with this and it's, it's such a weird one because I respect it so much for some of the, the things that it's trying to do. And admittedly, I didn't even pick up on much of the, the, the broader themes and uh, through lines that it, that I actually think are quite smart, which I've since sort of like heard a lot of people talking about and reading reviews, um, mm. particularly like the, the religious aspects of it and how it's kind of Josh Brolin is basically like like a Christ figure that is going around and like helping people that are stuck in these situations. And it's like quite overtly commenting on religion and him having this kind of like borderline religious experience within the film industry and I think there's like a really yeah. smart stuff going on here it's very connected to something like um is it the simple man that they did a few years back like I think they have this real interest in that kind of religious side of things yeah um so like conceptually I love that I love that there's like these higher thematic arcs that you can sort of read into it but just on an actual physical enjoyment level like and it, functioning yes. as a story yeah like, you're so right like it just seemed like one encounter after another like yeah i couldn't help but feel every single one of those sort of bit characters was just fucking wasted i like, agree like how amazing is the idea of tilda swinton playing twin gossip columnists like that is such an incredible idea, and once that pop one, when that popped up, I was suddenly like excited and invigorated, and like this could be hilarious and fun, and like this, this quirky character that is this both hilarious and a comment on like mm. the gossip mongering industry of Hollywood and what everyone are, is obsessed with. But then she appears like two scenes, and that's yeah, that's it. It's like utterly wasted, and it's the same thing with. Like Almost Jonah every Hill. character's like Yeah, that. Jonah Hill's character. It's such a fucking great idea. And then literally... It, like, it, what you see in the trailer Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, the trailer p- paints it as this, like, kinetic, funny thing. But the reality of it is you almost see all... The entirety of each bit part in the trailer. Like, even Scarlett yeah. Johansson's part. Like, you see her yeah. entire musical number. I mean, in the film, I guess she has that thing about her being pregnant and she <clears throat> they're trying to fix her up with her husband. That's yeah. the one thing that's left out of the trailer. But apart from that, you see everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was just, I was so disappointed on a basic enjoyment level. And even the, uh, again, it's like, I like the idea of it. Like the, the, um, the posh British director, um, L- Lawrence Lorenz or whatever his yeah. name is, which I love yeah. the idea of that and the way the wordplay that that works. But even then, like that scene where everyone, everyone seems to be like losing their shit over, um, what, what is it where he's trying to like coach the, the bumbling, um, the cowboy guy, cowboy actor into yeah. how to say, what, what is um, the line? So, uh, what's it's like, it? uh, oh, fuck now I can't remember. Yeah, no, no, it's like, just but, but it's were so simple or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even that, like, I mean, it, that was funny the first time he kind of got it wrong but then it went yeah. on and on and i get the comedy in that but it just it, yeah i didn't, it didn't earn that though it just yeah. fucking frustrated me like and i mean this is dumb but all i can think of is it's like that's such bad directing like there's such an easier <laughs> way to just stop him and go 
break it down. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. such, like, <laughs> I mean, it was silly and I get that that was the joke, but uh, there was a part of my brain that just couldn't buy into that situation and, and laugh yeah. along with it. It just kind well, of annoyed me a little bit. Yeah. I think um, just touching on that storyline specifically, which was one of my, one of the more interesting ones and that mm-hmm. uh, his, his uh, storyline, the cowboy storyline, I really liked. I love that's the biggest that idea. through line, right? Like that has the, the most screen time and he, he's yeah. the one character you spend the most time with outside of Josh Brolin. Yeah. Probably, and you connect, you connect with George him Clooney, I guess. Yeah. of all of the, all of them, because all yeah. the others are so entrenched in their stereotypes and in the Hollywood system. And he's kind of a newbie or at least, more on the outside and being pushed into it. Yeah. Um, so seeing him try to adapt to a drama was, it w- was funny, even though that scene wasn't great. Um, but then seeing him meet that other actress that they pair, pair him up with for the um, premiere, I liked it. They started to like each other and I thought, oh, there's going to be like a weird little nice romance here yeah, or something. Yeah, it was sweet and, he- and yeah. He'll feel a bit more comfortable maybe in, in Hollywood. And, it go, he goes fucking nowhere. He saves George just, Clooney and you never see him again. Like, yeah. What's the point? I would have watched yeah. the whole movie just of his storyline. Yeah. Um, and, and I would have watched, uh, you know, that story mixed with um, Scarlett Johansson, like uh, the, the idea of her having to go to like a fixer who like the, yeah, the Jonah Hill character. Yeah, that, that's I great. But one scene, it, it just, it wasn't enough, you know? Yeah. And, and then- it's like they're trying to cram too much in and so nothing really lands properly. Um, and as you said, that sure, there's great stuff when you dig in, but, but in terms of when you're watching it, yeah, it just it totally left me... Agree. Each time I got a bit into it, it, it would just stop and yeah. I'd be like sitting back again like, oh, I'm frustrated. And another perfect example of that is like you were talking about before about the communist stuff. Um, I mean, I, I stupidly predicted that it was going to be something more superficial and financial uh, in terms of the big twist and, and who was kidnapping Clooney. Like, when that reveal came that they were communists, like, at yeah. that moment, I loved it. Like, I was like, how did I not see this? Like, this is perfect. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. the whole thing that was happening at that time, like, with the exactly. blacklist and all the, like, people yeah. getting banned because of their communist ties. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. Like, I love that this is, like, delving into this. And then it, it, it you're exactly right. Like, it just kind of... I mean, what the, the, the payoff for that is that they get to do, like, an homage to, like, a, a war film with the, like, sort of yeah. funny Channing Tatum standing on the front of the boat. But then there's that, that yeah. weird thing that that's kind of a plot twist that he was the communist leader. Yeah. That is it's not really, though, because you, like, it you doesn't see it. matter. Yeah. Yeah, you right? see one dance number with him, which yeah. is well, we're very well shot, and all those yeah. classic scenes are actually the best parts of the movie, I think. Yeah. Um, but that you see that, and then he's the leader, and there's no. It yeah, doesn't really weird. mean anything to you, just as if you were watching it. No, you know? exactly. And even if you take it back and look at it in just like a formal level, like I love the idea yeah. that it's almost like a film that's made up of smaller classical Hollywood films, right? Like, so you've yeah. got the little little musical number, you have the For Western, sure. you have the, yeah. that Busby Berkeley style, like, m- musical aquatic dance, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, it never does... It, like, it, sh- it just shows you those things. And I, yeah. I have, like, a weird pet peeve that, like, mm. shits me up the wall is where, like, films like this 
pretend like uh, uh, that they love well, pretend's the wrong word but they're like they're trying to tell you how much they love these types of films but then they do these the classic types of films with like shitty CGI or like green yes. screen and like put yeah. see, it's like if you I fucking the love thing. them properly you would yeah. recreate like that. this is the perfect example I mean we're going for way tangent we can probably cut this out but this is like a perfect example of like the grindhouse double feature and what separates Tarantino's Death Proof to Rodriguez's Planet Terror because Tarantino understands what made those 70s Grindhouse films great and films his film like it was made in the 70s and it feels like it could have come from that time whereas Rodriguez is just like oh they're like they're like zombies back then and then put like all these effects in and just is kind of like laughing at the fact that it used to be like that and I know It's a bit of a bad example because I know the Coens are coming. I don't think they're cynical and I think they genuinely do love that classical Hollywood style. Yeah. But there's yeah. something about the way that they... Maybe it's just they pair that one with the digital effects of today, which is maybe mm. an inevitability that you just sort of... It's really hard to remove yourself from. And two, the goofy sensibility that doesn't quite work for me. Like there's the... Yeah. Um, the scenes in the beginning with the the western where he kind of like is riding on the horse and then does oh, those weird yeah. like flips around the tree. I, I like, don't understand. It's that. just yeah. like what is this? Have we just like suddenly moved into like fucking blazing saddles? Like that, that's like yeah. dumb spoof territory. Yeah, and, and it it's looks almost really laugh- fake. Yeah, it's in like a laughing digital way. at the film again instead of like yeah. saying sort of lovingly expressing how much they loved westerns. It's like look how dumb westerns were, and then yeah. expecting us to kind of be on, on board with them loving film um, um, 10 minutes later. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it seemed I agree. disjointed. Yeah, it, it seemed very muddled in that sense, like loving it, also making fun of it, but then just, again, technically, like you're the Coens, pull pull some, you don't even need to pull strings. Like shoot those segments on film as well. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. whole thing was digital. And when whenever they're playing back that footage and they, they put like a fake flicker on top of it it just to me was like so obviously not yeah like shoot those segments on film like that adds to the quirky atmosphere of the whole movie i think that would enrich it even more yeah and maybe maybe this was like a really little film that they shot really quickly or something and they didn't have time to do that but it's just it's just another layer of like "Mm, i don't quite it doesn't quite sit where it should yeah yeah i totally totally agree um, and it's a shame because, like, I, I really love those guys and I think they're smart filmmakers. Yeah, and I me think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the broader, like, meta stuff, I think they're actually genuinely interested in trying to say interesting things with the film. Yeah. But it's just yeah. that, yeah. I mean, I'm getting, sounding like a broken record now, but it's the, the actual process of watching the film, the, the, the enjoyment just wasn't there. Like, I just it didn't connect to it in any way. Yeah. And I found it really disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I did like George Clooney. Like, he, I mean, he's always yeah. charming and fun, but he's yeah. charming and fun in this as well. Like, Yeah, yeah. He's, um, it's another example of, like, I could have watched more about his character of, like, this leading man who's kind of a real doofus. Yeah. Um, he's pretty dumb. Lovable but, dumbass. Yeah, like... That's funny. Um, yeah. And, and him in that era of, of Hollywood the way- where 
Sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say the way that he just, like, instantly switches to communism as soon as yeah, they, like, say, yeah. like, one sentence of what their belief system is. I yeah, that was that. great. I really liked that. Um, yeah, I thought I thought he was really good. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. We, we cut to him a, f- a few times. He's, he's more in it more than some of the others, but still not really enough to... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's so hard to... I feel bad, like... Yeah, I, I don't want to be too negative yeah. on it because of what it's trying to do and all that stuff, but um, yeah, I don't if you know. Just rate I, it I just feel the, like they the should actual, do better. Yeah, and if you rate it by the actual enjoyment you had sitting in the cinema... like I Yeah, you can't ignore that. Yeah. yeah. And I know maybe that's the most superficial way to do it, but that's what movies are at first. Like... Mm. You've got to be entertained while you're sitting there, and then later you can all At this other stuff starts to click in. With a film like this, like that presents yeah. itself as a, a fun romp through Hollywood. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah. Ex- if you, it would be different if you were going to like some fucking art film at a film festival. You, like this is presenting yeah. presenting itself as a, especially by the trailer. Like that trailer is so kinetic and so funny. Like, yeah, it feels like it should just barrel along with like full of laughs and great characters and it's just yeah it's really not like the trailer no. presents it's kind of a lot slower and um the jokes are, are more awkward than but not in an intentional way i don't know it's it just doesn't quite yeah. see i mean having said that though um our cinema it wasn't busy but there was like maybe eight other people in it uh they were all clearly not older. busy there's only eight <laughs> people <in> the <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um not busy at all but um they were all older like i don't know middle-aged and they were f- cacking themselves fucking loving it. it yeah they were, they were yes. loving it so I, I don't know what that means i a part a cynical part of me thinks they were laughing because they thought they had to you know like <laughs> yeah. Like when uh, Wayne Knight has this sm- small cameo as like putting the drugs in George Clooney's um, mm-hmm. goblet on set or whatever, yeah. and as soon as he came on screen, everyone was like, "Hey!" It's like he hasn't done anything yet. I know that he's Newman from Seinfeld, yeah. but like, <laughs> I, that face, always annoys yeah. me when when someone laughs at a familiar face before yeah, they've same. even fucking done anything. <laughs> Just pisses me off. <laughs> um, so there was a little bit of that, but but I don't know they. You know, you can't fake laugh for a whole movie, and they were laughing the whole time. So, I, I don't know what that means, but people are enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's weird. I think it's done very poorly, like, in terms of box office. It's their biggest right. flop in a long time. I'm not surprised Maybe ever. that. Yeah. Because yeah. there is no connection to any, like, any demographic here, except for a real hardcore film buff. But, I mean... That's I think us, we're, we're massive film nerds and we uh, didn't in- love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we, we yeah. really should have even, yeah, I don't know. It's real, it's like so close that that the fact that it misses makes it even worse, you know? Like all the elements <laughs> are kind of there. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, and it makes me really wonder, like maybe there's just something to do with their comedic sensibility that just does not work for me personally because there's so many people I respect the opinion of and really usually like relate to everything that they talk about in terms of film like um because I've listened to a few podcasts and things since seeing the film and so many people that I respect just have loved this film to death and just had such a great time in it and 
I don't know, like part of me thinks like, have I, did I miss something? Like I just did not have that experience mm. when I watched it. It's like as simple as that. I just, yeah. I just did not experience. Yeah. The it's same a very film. personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. And comedy especially is like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, very subjective, very personal. If I was to put my cynical hat on again, Matt, um, I, I feel like a lot of film buffs and critics f- almost feel like they have to say they loved it. Because you know? it's the Coens or because it's because, f- about the film industry? All of, of that both, stuff. <laughs> both yeah, of those as, combined. Yeah. yeah. Like, as I said, everything's all, the, all these great ingredients are there, which I agree with. Um, and so it's like, oh, yes, no, it's amazing. It's uh, a real commentary on the, on the industry and all this stuff. And, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. It just... I get cynical sometimes and I feel like when it's sometimes I've been reading positive reviews and getting angry at them because I'm like, I, <laughs> you're wrong. You're just wrong. Yeah. Um, well, like, but, yeah. but it is very personal. You're right. I do think there's like, there is something, I do think they're trying or they're doing something that's unusual. Like the whole film sort of doesn't have any, I mean, it has stakes in the sense that Josh Brolin needs to get George Clooney's character back. He has to get him back for the film or whatever. Um, But there's no, like... He almost has no agency whatsoever. Like, he he helps these people fix their problems in sort of, like, a tangential way. Mm. But doesn't really resolve anything to do with, like, the communist plot or anything. Yeah. Uh, But then there's that also, like, that there's that weird scene where the one time Josh Brolin goes home... And he, like, sits down at the dinner table and the, the wife had been, like, nagging, or not nagging, but, like, telling him about this issue that he just didn't even do anything about. And then he gets back and he's like, oh, yeah. shit, I forgot His to, like... Yeah, kids or something. Yeah, yeah, and then it was like, oh, but, you know, he ended up just playing this part that he got put in the baseball team or whatever and did an awesome yeah. job. And he kind of just sits there and he's like, well, you know, everything that's just worked out, out or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, And that's, like, that's a microcosm of the whole film. Like, the whole film sure. just, just kind of sorts itself out. And I think yeah. that there is something, like subversive about that like they're clearly deliberately pushing it back against like traditional arcs and cliches yeah. of like characters having agency and you know forcing a conclusion on something which intellectually is fascinating and I love the yes. idea of what they're doing but again as a physical experience watching the film is so unsatisfying <laughs> yes <laughs> you know yeah exactly and that that's that's what i mean when i when, about these reviews like it's okay to say i didn't connect with it while i was watching it or i, I was not really entertained but on this other level there's all this good stuff yeah, that's how like, I, I just wish it. i wish people were saying that more because i have a suspicion that more people feel that way, but they're just not saying it. They're just focusing solely on... On the intellectual side and... Yeah, and yeah. Which is that, yeah. fine if you're writing a paper on it or something or you're in uni or whatever. But, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I Now I feel like a broken record. Like, <laughs> there is an entertainment level that it just doesn't hit and um, yeah. I find it frustrating to, yeah. to talk about. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's probably a good place to end it on. Like, I think yeah. I think yeah. we're both on the same page here where we can, like, appreciate what it's trying to do. And I actually probably, I, I, in a weird way, as much as I didn't really have a good time in the cinema watching this, I, I'm curious to revisit it 
particularly after reading some things and having some like more mm. fresh intellectual perspective on it and just like look at it from a different angle and maybe as a companion piece to something like a simple man um i don't know i think i think there is a richness there somewhere um but yeah as a like you said as a piece of entertainment and as what i was expected given what the trailer showed us it was uh it was a pretty big disappointment yeah we ain't gonna see a dang we'll be searching high and low on the deck and down below but it's a crying shame oh we'll see a lot of fish but we'll never clock a dish we ain't gonna see a dang no days we might see some octopuses no days or a half a dozen clams No days We might even see a mermaid but Thanks for listening to the pre-post film review uh, We'd love to hear what you guys thought of Hail Caesar um, Tell us if you loved it We want some more people I mean a lot of people are loving it But we want our listeners to convince us that we're wrong um, yeah. Because I would I would to, like to appreciate this film more um, yeah, so so we'd love to love to hear from you. Even if you didn't like it, just write in and let us know. Um, you can email us at prepostfilmreview at gmail.com and we reply to all the emails that we get, so it'd be awesome to hear from you guys. Absolutely. Uh, I won't get frustrated if you love it. <laughs> I, I was a bit cynical in this episode at times, uh, but our listeners are always get a loving read from our eyeballs. Our pupils turn into little love hearts. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, um, and follow us on Twitter at PrepostFR. Uh, both of those sites are big social media things. If you haven't heard of them, what is wrong with What's you? What's wrong with you? Jesus. Come on, get on it. Um, we would really appreciate though a subscription on iTunes. Um that would be great or a review on there as well just helps get more listeners spread word of the show um but you can also subscribe to us on on all the big kind of podcasting servers or sites uh which is always very appreciated yeah that'd be cool and uh also if you want a bit of a bit more of uh john and myself yeah just you Mm. know a bit more pre-post action you can find both John and me on Letterboxd, which is a cool site that lets you log all the films that you watch, rate things, leave reviews, that sort of thing. They um, have an app now, too. Oh, they do. If you have yeah. an uh, Apple device, you can get the app, which is cool. Um, so links to our profiles are going to be in the show notes, uh, and you can check out what we've been watching outside of the podcast, along with all the films we chat about here. Um, and yeah, send us a message there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, join us next episode when we're going to be chatting about the new Cloverfield film that was Mm. a bit of a surprise. 10 Cloverfield Lane. I'm excited for this one, John. Me too. 